Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. All the squads for this week's trials have been announced now. We have all of them, so we'll be going through the remaining eight teams today over two podcasts. The first podcast you're listening to right now, we will go through the Raiders, the Panthers, the Eels, and the Broncos, their team's name for this week. Now, of course, the Raiders, they are taking on the Manly Seagulls. We already went through that team yesterday, so we'll go through the Raiders. We'll also go through the Broncos, who are playing the Cowboys. We went through the Cowboys yesterday as well, because they announced their team a little bit earlier. But we will also go through the Panthers and the Paramount Eels on this podcast, who, of course, are playing each other. Now, if you would like to listen to the other teams that we went through, the first eight teams I think we went through, uh, there's a podcast that includes the Manly Seagulls, the Rabbitohs, the Dragons, and the Cowboys. Then there's another podcast from yesterday that includes the Roosters, Tigers, Warriors, and the Gold Coast Titans. So plenty of stuff to go into there. But the four teams that we are going to kick off with today are the Raiders, the Panthers, the Eels, and the Broncos. Later today, stay tuned for that one. We've split it up into two podcasts so that you don't have to listen to all eight teams. You can target the ones you want to listen to. We've got the Melbourne Storm, the Newcastle Knights who are playing each other. And then, of course, the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. That will be the last one that we do. So those four, Storm, Knights, Sharks, Dogs, they will be available in just a couple of hours. So stay tuned for those analysis as well. But let's get into the first side, the Canberra Raiders. They're taking on the Manly Seagulls. We spoke about them yesterday for the Raiders. Interesting side here. At fullback, Xavier Savage. We know that Chancellor Clockstard is out of this game with COVID. So very, very interesting to see how that impacts uh, moving forward the Canberra Raiders. There is a battle for that football, fullback jersey reportedly. I really didn't see a world where I could see Savage jumping over Chance. i got to tell you, I am getting more and more nervous the closer we get. On one week, Nick Kotrick on the other side. Albert Hobawade in the centres. Uh, Valeme. And in the, the other centre is Matty Tomoko. Now, 
Tim Williams, who's got a bit of insight into the Canberra Raiders, obviously. Uh, he revealed on beers and break-evens the other day that Matty Tomoko, he will be locked in for right centre for the Canberra Raiders. So very exciting times. Keep an eye on him. I've spoke about it on Instagram today. If you are in a draft competition and he went undrafted, which a lot of comps I think he might have, I'm telling you, go and grab him now. Keep him on your bench because... He could be absolutely anything this year. I had someone say, oh, his stats aren't that impressive. And you know what? You're right. On the surface, they're not. Can I just point out, I'm literally going to read you uh, the, the comment that I said back to him. On the surface, they're not that impressive. 43-point average from nine games. Consider this, though. In two of those games, he played less than 40 minutes. Take out those two games, and it's a 50-point average. Consider as well that he didn't score a single try, and, and of those seven games, three were against the Roosters, Storm, and Manly. So top four teams there. Plenty of upside here with a base stat average across those seven games of 35. 35 base stats across those seven games against some of the top teams. Half of those games are against the top teams. Uh, so a guy that I think you should be getting on. Also worth noting, he did not score a try last year, which is unbelievable. The Raiders weren't going overly well. Even if they don't go well this year, I will back Matty Tomoko with a full preseason. And knowing the center spot is his, I will back him to score upwards of eight to 10 tries at least, to be honest with you. So, Leave Matty Tomoko at your own peril. Uh, at 5'8", Jack Wyden at halfback. Jamal Fogarty, very excited to see these two pair up together for the first time. Josh Papali up front with Joey Tapanay. Josh Hodgson wears the nine. In the second row, Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead with Corey Hutterwera Naira in the 13. Now, we are hearing that CHM will not play this game. He will be out with an illness. Don't know whether it's COVID or whatever the hell it is, but he reportedly is out of this game. We're hearing that Elliot Whitehead will play 13. Now, that has been the rumour for the last few weeks that Whitehead was going to play 13 for the Raiders. I was never overly convinced with it. I was even less convinced when I saw that he wasn't named there for their last trial. Just doesn't make sense to me, but we've seen now he is moving to 13, so this could be anything. If he moves to 13, I would have to assume that Adam Elliott, he's in Jersey 20 on the bench, he will come in and play on the edge. But watch how the Canberra Raiders work as far as their spine goes, who's playing 13, how the halves combined, and how Savage fits into all of it. On the bench, Tom Starling, Ryan Sutton, Trey Mooney, Corey Horsmar, Brad Schneider, Michael Asuma, Adam Elliott, Sebastian Chris, Jared Croker, James Schiller, Brad Morkos, and Harry Rushton. So I just spoke about the starting team, guys, that I think are worth watching. Whitehead's probably at the top of that list to see how he's traveling, along with how the halves connect with Savage. Also, if, if you're not buying into my Matty Tomoko hype, keep an eye on him. On the bench, though, Tom Starling, obviously still fighting for that hooker spot. Uh, Trey Mooney in Jersey 16, a young bloke to really keep an eye on. Adam Elliott in the 20, I think he'll come into the startings team, one to watch. Sebastian Chris still trying to fight his way into this back line. Jared Croker, number 22. I thought he played his best game in two years last week. Yes, it was a trial. Yes, it was against reserve graders. I understand that. But Jared Croker can only play the guys that are in front of him. And I thought he was moving a lot better than what he has over the last few years. Uh, so a few guys to watch there. Brad Schneider as well in the 18. Looked very, very impressive to me uh, over the last few weeks, and I know why Canberra Raiders fans are very, very keen on him. Let's move to our next team, and it is the Brisbane Broncos. Now, they will be taking on the North Queensland Cowboys, who we already did a review of them, a preview, sorry, of the side that they have named. So that is available on the Rugby League Guru podcast. That's available. That was available yesterday, so still there. Said that in an awful manner. Let's have a look at this Broncos side at fullback. We know that Tessie New is out for the first few weeks, and thank God that 
they've made a good decision here. They've gone Selwyn Cobbo at fullback. Probably the guy I want to watch the most out of this side, to be honest with you. On the wings, Corey Oates and our boy JP, Jordan Pereira. In the centres, Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farmworth returns for his first game in Broncos colours this year. Albert Kelly in the six. Billy Walters in the seven. Interesting, Billy Walters seemingly has won the race uh, for the six jersey. I think they'll just sort of hand the keys to Walters here and really give him a, a good hit out. In the forwards, Pat Carrigan up front with Payne Haas playing his first game for the Broncos this year. Very interesting here. Corey Pake starting in the nine. Doesn't mean he's going to be the nine round one. No, it doesn't. But with a good performance here, I do believe he can jump over Jake Turpin, to be honest with you. In the second row, Kirk Cable and Jordan Rickey. Wearing 13 is Kobe Hetherington. On the bench, Ryan James, Keenan Paliasia, Jake Turpin, Reese Kennedy, Corey Jensen, Tyson Gamble, TC Robati, David Mead, Ezra Mann, Branko Lee, and Jermaine Osako, who has been rumoured to be linked to the Parramatta Eels. It was coming from Vossi, though. Love Vossi. Think he's fantastic for our game, but his mail over the years hasn't been fantastic, so don't read into that one too heavily. Uh, for me, when I look at this side, the starting lineup, Selwyn Cobbo, one to watch. Keen to see Farmworth return for his first game, along with Staggs. Always keen to watch Staggs play. Jordan Piera. He's already locked himself into a wing spot for the Brisbane Broncos, but he can definitely lock it down in this game here. Corey Pakes, he's a big watch in Jersey 9. Albert Kelly in the 6. Seemingly looks like he's lost the race for the halves there. So with Albert Kelly with a rocket stuck up him, that could be anything. Uh, Payne Haas returns for his first game as well. Jordan Rickey returns for his first game for the Broncos too. So plenty of guys to watch here on the bench. Paliasia, I'm interested to see. Jake Turpin, keen to see how he responds. Corey Jensen, I think he's been one of their best forwards so far in their trials so one to watch there. Gamble in Jersey 19, he seemingly is a, a little bit down the pecking order there. Uh, if you're going to piss off someone like Tyson Gamble he's a guy to watch when he does come onto the field he's probably fighting for a 14 jersey maybe a 13 jersey but I think Hetherington's got it locked down as much as I would love to see Gamble play 13. Uh, so very interested to see how he goes. TC Rabati has had a good preseason for what I've gathered so watch him. Ezra Mam in the 22 always have to keep an eye on Ezra and then of course Jersey 23 and 24. Branko Lee, Jermaine Osako, two guys that have played a heap of first grade. Branko has played Origin. He's won a premiership. Not in this side at the moment. Uh, Jermaine Osako, if the rumors are true, he might be trying to impress in this game for a contract elsewhere. He is going to the Dolphins next year anyway, so I don't know if there's much point staying at the Broncos, where it seems to me they're not overly keen on him anyway. So, a bit to watch in that Broncos side. Billy Walters, though, also another one to keep a very, very close eye on. No Adam Reynolds in this game yet, which is disappointing, but we're hoping to see Reynolds in round one. We're hearing he is under a bit of a cloud. We saw him giving some stick on social media to Jai Arrow saying that he wouldn't miss this game for the world. So we'll have to see how that plays out, whether that's just banter with a mate uh, or whether that's a sign that Reynolds will be there. We'll have to wait and see. But yeah, very keen to see this Broncos side go up against the Cowboys side that I think they've got a couple of their combinations wrong. So I think this game will be a bit of an interesting one. Okay, let's move to the Panthers taking on the Parramatta Eels. We haven't gone through either of these sides yet, so we will now. For the Penrith Panthers, are reasonably full strength, still missing a number of really talented guys, but a pretty good side they've put out here. At one, Charlie Staines, Dylan Edwards will not feature in this game. They're going to run with Charlie Staines there. On the wings, Robert Jennings and Brian Toto. Now, if Robert Jennings has won the right wing spot, that is very, very interesting for the Penrith Panthers. I assumed it would be Taylor May. I thought Staines was there and thereabouts, but 
my order, how I, I would have picked Talon May as my right winger. I would have had Robert Jennings next, then Charlie Staines. But I wouldn't have been surprised to see Charlie Staines land there. I didn't think Robert Jennings was this far up the pecking order. So very interesting. He will be a good one for draft as well. The Jennings boys, they all tend to have pretty decent base stats. So one to keep an eye on there. Center, Isaac Tago, Stephen Crichton in the centers as well. Had a few people message me and say that because uh, Stephen Crichton and Brian Toe are next to each other on the team sheet. That's how they line up. Look, uh, Isaac Tago, uh, he's my boy. He wore the three last week and played left center. I'm still expecting him to play left center. Um, I think that'll be his spot. I think you'll see Crichton and Jennings line up on the right, but see how that plays out. Brian Toe returns. Very exciting to see him playing rugby league again. Jerome Luai in the halves, partnered by Sean O'Sullivan. No Nathan Cleary yet. He's still starting to get through contact in training. So Sean O'Sullivan, he will start in the seven. Coming off a really good trial last week against the Sharkies, albeit a reserve grade side. O'Sullivan, he did look very good there. Uh, up front, Mosley Ota and Spencer Lenu. Uh, no James Fisher-Harris in this one, but two pretty handy front rowers to have there. Api Curacao, he's going to run out in jersey nine. Viliami Kikau and Scott Sorensen in the second row with Matty Eisenhuth in the 13. So no Liam Munn, no Isaiah Yo. Wouldn't read too much into the Scott Sorensen pick there. I think he'll be on the bench uh, come round one, but I can't see him being in their starting side, same as Matty Eisenhuth. On the bench, Maverick Guy coming off his big meat pie last week. Chris Smith, Jermaine Hopgood, Jamin Salmon, Eddie Blacker, Tua Taylor May, Mitch Kenny, Sonny Lukey, and Arthur Crichton. Now, I'm not quite sure how this Parramatta side is going to run out. You would assume that's how they will, but Taylor May and Mitch Kenny, I believe, were both named in reserve grade earlier in the week. Mitch Kenny was named to start in the nine. I wouldn't say... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That puts Mitch Kenny on the outer. I would sort of assume that he that they'd just rather him play bigger minutes uh, in reserve grade. I think he'll be in this side somewhere, maybe on the bench. Uh, but yeah, it has changed a little bit since it first came out. So Taylor May, do not rule him out of the right wing spot. Uh, I would, if you can, before you make your big super coach decisions, I would watch Robert Jennings. I would watch Taylor May. Personally, I think May is the best right winger at the club. So keep an eye on him. So yeah, Penrith Panthers, lot to watch. Tago and Jennings, very excited to see how they combine. Uh, Sorensen gets an opportunity, as does Eisenhuth. I think we all sort of know how this Penrith Panthers team is going to line up in round one, though. Uh, the center and the wing spot is the only thing up for grabs, so keep an eye on those two spots there. For their opposition, the Parramatta Eels. At fullback, Clint Gutherson. On the wing, Sean Russell. On the other wing, Bailey Simonson. In the centers, Will Penasini and Wonga Blake. Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses make up the halves. Up front, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Paulo with Reed Marnie in the nine. In the second row, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali'i and Ryan Madison in the 13. We've spoken a little bit about Matto over the last few weeks that 
It looks like Nathan Brown might miss the first few weeks of the season, so you could see Maddo jump into a 13 role. Uh, Sean Lane came off probably his best 30 minutes of rugby league I think I've ever seen last week. He was incredible. Papa Lee coming off for the biggest season of his career as well. Interesting to see where all the pieces land once Nathan Brown returns to this side. Maddo is the sort of guy that he has got huge attacking upside. He grew up as a 5'8". Uh, he's always had really good ball skills that we probably haven't seen enough of over the last few years. I think he will do well in the 13 jersey. Just depends how he links up with these halves. So one to keep an eye on there. And whether he returns to an edge, I think he will. But it sort of felt like he fell out of favor a little bit last season. So interesting to see where Maddo ends up. On their bench, Makatoa, who I think has been really good. I think he's 26, 27 years old. Made his debut last year. I think he's been good in the trials so far. Oregon Kafusi, Ray Stone, Jake Arthur, Mitch Rain, Nia Kore, Ogden, Rankin, Benden, Brendan Hands, Kai Rodwell, Bryce Cartwright, Hayes Perham, Opachik, and uh, Laizu, I think it's pronounced. So Opachik there, he has dropped out of the starting team. I sort of thought uh, they would go for Wonga Blake on the wing and keep Opachik in the centres. In this game, at least, they've gone Wonga Blake in the centres and they're giving Sean Russell first crack on the wing. I sort of thought it would be Wonga Blake or I thought Hayes Perham might get a chance out there. As it stands right now, they've gone for Sean Russell. So keep an eye on that situation. If you can manage to get someone in your draft competitions uh, that's playing on the wing for the Eels, that could be anything. I think Sean Russell, he only played one game last year off the top of my head. So classic-wise, he might be a bit of a cheapie if he does land that wing spot. Am I confident he's going to hold it for the season? I'm probably not, to be honest with you. Obviously, Maker Sivo will come back into this side, but he's a while away. I'm not sure if Sean Russell's got the attacking upside to hold that spot over guys like Wonga Blake, Hayes Perham. That, of course, is is if they bring Tom Opachik uh, into the centres and move Wonga Blake out. So, Parramatta, pretty much a full-strength forward pack outside of Nathan Brown, who they can't pick. So, excited to see how they go. They've got their entire spine back as well. This is pretty much how I see them lining up round one, pending what they do with Sean Russell on the wing. So, this will be a really good game. This will probably be the highest standard we'll see probably outside of the Charity Shield. Obviously, the Panthers missing a fair whack of troops. Uh, but the guys that will come in, that have come in, uh, they'll all be really solid. So really looking forward to this one. This one's being played at Blue Bet Stadium out there at Penrith. So if you can get out to this one, it is 5 p.m. Saturday. I would highly advise getting out to this one. I think it will be a cracking game. Stay tuned. Over the next few hours, we'll have the, the preview of the Storm vs. Knights and our preview of the Sharks versus Canterbury Bulldogs now that we have all those sides locked and loaded and ready to go. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.